Hello everyone, you are listening to BTG Legal's podcast on the current state of play and investment opportunity in charging infrastructure for electric vehicles in India. I'm your host Prateek Bakshi and today I'll be joined by Parveen Arora, partner and head of the energy and infrastructure practice at BTG Legal and Shloka Vaidyalingam, a principal associate in the same team. Sustainable living has been in sharp focus recently with many businesses announcing investment and financial commitments to explore and adopt greener technologies lower battery costs targeted government initiatives and ri- rising fuel costs make a compelling argument for accelerated ev adoption in the indian market that it will happen is a foregone conclusion but will it be easy parveen hi pratik i would begin by saying that every challenge presents an opportunity and as uses of fossil fuel became a huge environmental challenge in recent years for everyone the automobile industry was also constantly looking for uh, alternatives and adopting new ways of mobility one of which was uh, electric vehicles though india started its electric vehicle journey more than 20 years ago when scooters india started manufacturing vikram safa three wheelers this was followed by electric bus revolution in delhi but due to no policy initiatives and technology adopted in both the cases uh, were quite old and obsolete things couldn't progress until 2010 uh, when policy initiatives were taken in 2013 the introduction of the national electric mobility mission plan was the first targeted policy for electric mobility the policy envisaged a significant amount of investment from both the government and the private sector and also emphasized that infrastructure would play a crucial part in ev adoption as india had made commitments to reduce carbon emissions in some of international treaties the fame one policy in 2015 and fame two in 2019 policy mainly focused electrification of bus fleets and their charging infrastructure this was a short but significant journey of evs in india recently we have seen many indian states revise or reconfigure the ev policies and many more have followed with draft policies that are in final stages is this just a case of following the herd and current flavor of the month nine states have already come out with very focused policy and quite a few more are ready to roll out policies i don't think uh, this is just a case of following the herd or popular agenda uh, to reduce the urban congestion and high import bills india has to take uh, ice powered vehicles off the road or do away with fossil fuel as early as possible However, all this time, no significant steps were taken for development of charging infrastructure due to lack of clear policies and ambiguity in law. Just to give you an example, like it wasn't very clear uh, whether a license needed to develop and operate EV charging station, as EV charging could technically be a distribution of electricity under the Electricity Act. In 2018, Ministry of Power and CEA Central Electricity Authority clarified. that ev charging would be considered a service and not resale of electricity and the real push in ev infrastructure came only after that definitely some states have been more inspired in their outlook than others for example uh, under its ev policy in 2020 delhi government has undertaken various initiatives including incentives for buyers of electric vehicles delhi has already issued tenders for 500 ev charging points which include fast and slow chargers and a significant development has taken place today also that uh, tata power and ddl in partnership with sun mobility has inaugurated first battery swapping center in delhi this will further expand it across delhi and northwest delhi this will and will definitely pave way for expand the infrastructure
policy also contemplates faster clearing of application for electricity connections for charging stations and giving possession of lease land for setting up of EV charging stations. Private and government companies are also coming forward to set up charging stations like Tata Power, Ola, as I earlier said, that Tata Power has already uh, inaugurated their battery swapping station. However, presently, most of policies provide the subsidies and incentives for EV purchase, whereas emphasis should be on setting up of and incentivization of charging infrastructure. Many European countries like Netherlands, UK, Germany have focused their policies to incentivize EV charging infrastructure than EVs. Few countries have also introduced a cost reimbursement system to incentivize workplaces to set up EV charging infrastructure in their buildings. The criticality of providing and maintaining this infrastructure is now very widely accepted and recognized. So if I'm a company looking to develop EV charging infrastructure as a business or uh, look to invest in a company that does this or otherwise play a role in the EV charging infrastructure supply chain, what do I need to keep in mind? The current environment presents an interesting state of play and investment opportunity for a number of players in the value chain. Whether you are looking to set up and run a charging infrastructure network or looking to participate in such a business as an investor only. Uh, depending on the uh, like policy initiatives, subsidies, business-friendly policies, time taken for licensing approval, time taken for land allocation, availability of manpower, all these factors, an investor has to first shortlist one or more states where they want to develop EV charging infrastructure. And other factors which can be taken into consideration that uh, like setting up of EV charging station is now a de-licensed activity. Many states have fixed timelines to clear applications. Now, which is the most attractive timelines one can uh, decide based on that. Company has to participate uh, in a bidding process and win for one or multiple locations as per the terms of the respective tenders. Company should take to keep a regular track of incentives being provided under each of applicable policies. Then one should also look at prime and traffic heavy locations such as high-rise buildings, technology parks, and parking lots, which may be shortlisted as more attractive locations in a particular state. Then technical and other guidelines also uh, needs to be considered, uh, which have been issued by various departments like Bureau of Indian Standards, which has recognized the approved department of heavy industries, Bharat charges specifications. Then charging norms and protocols issued by Ministry of Power, regulations issued by Central Electricity Authority for Energy Supply. Investors should also look at cost of energy and subsidies being provided by state for EV charging. Like in Telangana, special tariff is uh, for EV charging is around INR6 per unit. Companies can look for opportunities to tie up with DISCOMs also as some DISCOMs have announced their intentions of setting up their own fasting charging EV station. Then lastly, the innovative technologies like tracking of nearest charging station by EV owners, facilities at EV charging stations can also play a role. And uh, while deciding on investment, one can see that whether state will permit those kind of activities also or not. Just of entire discussion is that an owner or user of an EV will never look at a vehicle in isolation. But EV infrastructure or equipment will also play an important role for the development of the sector. Thanks, Parveen. Uh, let me just try bringing Shloka in. Uh, Shloka, what do you see as the biggest challenge to the faster rollout of EV infrastructure today? Hi, Pratik and Parveen. Um, well, to me, the key players in the EV market will be charging station manufacturers and charging station owners. The biggest policy challenge continues to be to build a reliable network of charging stations across a popular route 
such as highways or high frequency or high activity buildings. The idea is that the repeat of long queues as seen in the initial days of CNGs at um, cars at very spectral stations should be avoided. According to me, if we really want to see EV infrastructure develop, uh, some concerns have to be addressed. One is the time-bound rollout of financial incentives so that financial viability of the charging station isn't a concern. The next is that while striking a good balance, owners and investors have to be left the freedom to choose whether to set up fast or slow charging EV stations. The state should allow round-the-clock charging. There should be tariff and energy consumption measurement technologies at the station itself. There should be clear billing or payment-related facilities at the station. And generally, a balance struck between the cost and maintenance of the life of the EV charging station. Plus, of course, uh, additional monetary uh, measures such as having other facilities at EV charging stations like gaming zones, grocery stores, ATMs, etc. All of which should increase footfall. The few positive aspects that there are there are the availability of cost-effective equipment in India now, the availability of fairly reliable power supplies with an emergency backup, time-bound allocation of land. This has in, in particular been considered a priority, as well as clearance of approvals. And you see most of the state, state policies for EV uh, have recognized this and really pushed for this. And of course, other operational and legal considerations will continue to be how do you maintain the charging station, how do you integrate an easy-to-use payment uh, and technology system, and whether you need labor, i.e. security and manpower, to be present during hours of use as well as off hours. So maybe this is a good time to discuss uh, what COVID-19 has done to the EV industry in general and how it looks from the current vantage point. Well, personal mobility adoption by individual retail customers could still take some time. Um, as we all know, COVID-19 has definitely impacted the urban work commute in our cities. And but usage of individual vehicles or owned vehicles has gone up as people are a little hesitant to return fully to um, shared transport or public transport. So you did see that during the pandemic as well, many companies did announce launch of you know new EV models or updated EV models, and some do offer them for sale now. Uh, for example, Tesla has announced uh, its setup in India during this year itself. The slowdown, however, if any, was could be compensated by the technological advancement and some government incentives that have been announced, lower GST, lower road tax. All this will make the cost of in, you know, ownership of an EV more viable if people continue to show interest. But the real sector where there has been a significant impact is logistics and cargo delivery especially in three-wheeler vehicles. Here, COVID-19 has ensured an entirely different story. It has really galvanized the market for sustainable mobility in sectors such as last-mile delivery. And we've seen this because many mainstream and economic uh, e-commerce companies, I'm sorry, um, have made announcements about transitioning a larger proportion of their delivery fleet to a substantially higher number of electric vehicles. It could take some time. These targets are set for, say, 2025 or 2030. Uh, but the important thing is that you know, companies such as Flipkart and Amazon have publicly declared this. But the best awareness of COVID-19 is, is really you know, how blue the sky was when we were at home and not on the road. So we should try not to forget that. Thanks, Shloka. Uh, let me close this out by asking what is next and what we can expect to see on this front. 
Uh, I can take this uh, from a policy perspective. Uh, EV manufacturing and adoption have been incentivized by a mix of subsidy and tax relaxation. We can already notice that faster rollout, tax refunds, and incentives, as well as greater clarity on regulatory appro- approvals. However, like globally, 33% of all EV sales take place only in 14 cities, which are widely accessible uh, and having uh, robust public charging infrastructure. So we can conclude that uh, being able to install this inspector, uh, infrastructure, we need to uh, focus on accessibility and reliability, which will play a very critical part in the energy transition. In our view, like EV manufacturing and development of EV infrastructure will attract a lot of investment as lower GST, lower road tax, relaxation for bundled or unbundled batteries, etc. will incentivize manufacturers. Whereas subsidies, availability of electricity at low rates, land allocation will be very positive points uh, for EV infrastructure owners. And above all, subsidies and relaxation for EV owners will be booster for sales of EVs. However, EV charging infrastructure will always be the most notable part of the chain and therefore will be a lucrative investment opportunity for everyone. So definitely this space will see a lot of interesting activity and innovation in the coming months. And our team will keep an eye on opportunities and issues that will no doubt crop up. Thank you, Shloka. Thank you, Parveen. Thank you for everyone for tuning into BTG Podcast. Please stay tuned for more such interesting podcasts.